Hi, I'm Tori. And I'm Hannah. And you are listening to Wait Why. Welcome back for another episode. Happy New Year, everybody who's listening. Thanks for all the support last year. For sure. Happy 2022, everyone. That feels weird to say still, but I think it's exciting. I'm feeling pretty good about the new year so far. (laughs) Yeah, I honestly like don't feel like much has changed for me. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm like, oh, now it's just January. Right. Yeah. I just, for me, well, we'll get into some like life updates, but I just feel like, what is today? The fourth, fifth. And I just am very grateful that the first couple of days of the year like started off so well. Yeah. No, such a positive outlook, Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's like one of my goals. But anyway. Oh, well, there you go. You're already starting off strong. I know. So. <laughs> Today, we're going to be talking about um, resolutions, a pretty common topic around now. Um, But we're going to give more of like the why behind things as we always do um, and talk about some of our own resolutions and how to actually stick to them. But before, we're going to do some life updates, of course. So Tori, how was your Christmas? Relaxing, very calm. Um, I did go over to Tim's, my boyfriend's, his sister's house for Christmas um, dinner that they were having. And then that was on Christmas Eve. And then we went over to his friend's house as well. That's so nice. And did you do anything with your coworkers too on Christmas Day? Um, No, we didn't end up doing anything. But at Tim's friend's house, we did do that popcorn and cranberry threading challenge that I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. How did how did that go? (laughs) Well, Tim won. He oh still holds the title. What a professional. I came in second, though. Wow. Wait, it's so. clear. Were you stringing cranberries or popcorn? Okay, so you string both. But I was really struggling with the cranberries because they were so slippery. And, like, the first one I put on, I just, like, poked myself with a needle. Oh. So I was like, no, I'm just going to do popcorn. So it was easier for me. So I just did all popcorn pretty much. Really? Remember I was saying last episode, I feel like popcorn would be so hard. It would just, like, disintegrate. Yeah, you have to be very light with it. Like, very careful. Because, I mean, I had a huge mess under me. Like, every time a popcorn would break, I would just have to grab another one and drop it on the floor. So I had, like, a huge mess. (laughs) That's really fun, though. That's such a, like, funny tradition that they have that they do every year. And now it is. But, okay, Tim left something out. He did not tell me there was a second tradition Oh, no. Which was? So apparently their whole family, Tim's friend's family, sings the 12 days of Christmas. And everybody gets their own solo. Oh. And has to sing in front of everybody. I was like, you did not tell me this. It's time to go. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I got to go. That sounds like something you should definitely be doing with, like, your immediate family and not a group of friends. Yeah, but I was like, okay, Tim, you have to be my partner because I'm not going solo. And then he ended up laughing too hard to even speak, so I was still doing a solo. What part of the song did you have? We had 10 Lords of Leaping. 10 Lords of Leaping. <laughs> that is actually so funny. I love that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was an interesting time. I'm sure. Oh, well, it sounds so fun, though. Yeah, it was really fun. It was really nice to, like, be part of something, like, and have traditions and have, like, a large gathering. It was fun. 
Yeah. And to just, you know, do something different. Yes. Mm -hmm. But how was your Christmas? It was nice. It was very, very nice this year. Um, For those who listen or if you're just jumping in on our podcast, um, last Christmas was my first Christmas without my mom um, since she had passed away. And this year was just so much better than the first year. Not that, I mean, it was definitely still very, very hard for a lot of reasons, but Mm-hmm. It was just, I mean, the season as a whole felt so much better this year. So Christmas Day was really nice. I got to see so much family. Um, and I actually probably mentioned this, but I was up in Ohio visiting like my grandma, my brother, my dad, and all of the people up there. So it was a great trip. I got to see, I feel like almost everyone I wanted to see, which is a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> um. But it was nice. It was a laid back day all in all. Um, I think the highlight was we went over to my dad's house and him and his girlfriend. Um, we were going to do like Christmas dinner and like do gifts together that night. And we got there around three o'clock and my dad's girlfriend set up a massive spread of food. And oh. like it was it was just beautiful. It was the biggest fruit plate I've ever seen that she put together herself. Aww. a veggie tray vegan gluten-free cookies um, I can't even remember like everything that was there like chips and dip and like oh it was just amazing because the one thing about going to Ohio is that no one else in my family is like vegetarian except for my brother so it's usually like difficult to eat while I'm there if that makes sense yeah. so yeah. I don't know the food spread was just it was amazing very much appreciated. Yeah, it was the best Christmas gift, honestly. We were just, oh, uh, we loved it. It was just such a good day, and it was really nice um, to spend it with my brother. Um, yeah, I don't know. I had a good Christmas. Nice. I feel like we've had a lot going on. Like, there's quite a few life updates right now. Yeah, I literally haven't been home for, like, two weeks. I just got back. Dang. Okay, so you just came back from Colorado visiting Emma. Yeah, so I was visiting my best friend Emma. She's been on the podcast before. You check out some of our earlier bonus episodes. Um, but I yeah, I rung in the new year in Colorado, which as I was saying, like I had a really good start to the new year, which has been like setting a super good tone. Um, but yeah, she lives out near Denver in Fort Collins, which is a bit north, and it we got there and it started snowing and it did not stop for Aww. over 24 hours. Wow. Originally when it first started snowing, they were like, you're going to like, they were predicting four inches. We easily got eight to 10. Oh, wow. Like, double what they predicted. Yeah. I'm surprised you guys were able to get your flight out. Okay. Yeah. We got in literally right before, right before, like as we were driving to where to Emma's house, it started snowing and then didn't stop. Dang. Yeah, it was crazy. So we were pretty much snowed in for New Year's Eve. But honestly, it was so nice um, Mm -hmm. to just like catch up with Emma. And I love her house out in Colorado. She has a new puppy. So there were two dogs around. And it was just such a cozy like start to the year between like the fireplaces. And we played some fun board games and played in the snow and good food. It was just so nice. I was so happy to be there. Oh, that sounds amazing. I will say, though, the coldest it got was negative 12. 
Oh, no. <laughs> That's a negative 12. The only other time I've been in weather that cold was in Norway when I was, like, in the Arctic Circle. Yeah, that's freezing. It was very, very cold. But um, that was only one day it got that low. (laughs) Yeah, I would not leave the house. No, we didn't. We didn't. No, you can't. (laughs) It's too, it's really too cold. And then the next day it was like 28. And we were like, oh my God, it's so nice out. It's like, how about today? (laughs) Who is this? (laughs) (sighs) But yes, it was a great time. I'm like so happy I got to do all of my travels, see friends and family. I'm just feeling very grateful and like refreshed and I don't know for me I know you're saying it feels just like January but for me I think it feels a little more like a new year than last year did like last like 2020 and 2021 might as well be the same year yeah so yeah that's how I'm feeling um well that's great yeah so happy you're here to bring some positivity to our podcast always that's what I'm here for. Nice. I'm starting the new year with a cold. Oh, no. I was going to ask, what would you do for New Year's Eve? Um, I went out with my other friend, Hannah, because it's oh, her yeah. birthday. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, And so that was interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, <laughs> It was fun. It was good to see friends that I haven't seen in a while, but... I am sick now, so that part's not really fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I haven't like felt like the same. Not that I'm negative. It just like feels kind of like the same. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. I feel like a lot of years feel that way. Yeah. So I mean, and I also don't like. I'm not the person who like sets a ton of resolutions. Like I have more just ideas of things I would like to get done. But you and I are both, like, very goal-oriented, so I just set goals throughout the year. So it's not, like, anything super different or, like, more hyped up for me, you know? Right, right. Yeah, I feel like for both of us, New Year's is more of, like, a time to check in with our goals. Like you said, the type to kind of carry our goals throughout the year and, you know, continually set new things. Um, So I don't know. See, that's an interesting thing that I think we're definitely going to dive into here is, you know, what does it really mean to start a new year? Like, how much does it really matter that it's a new year? Like, does it have to be the time you set goals? And obviously, the answer to that is no. You can set goals at any time and you can reflect on life at any time. Um, But I just think it's a good time that one time a year, everyone kind of steps back, or not everyone, that's too general. Of course, not everybody does, but it's just that one time a year, a lot of people who don't normally check in with goals do. So that's what right. I think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It is nice for that reason. Um, I will say, I also found out yesterday that I got jury duty <laughs> <gasps> and it's for Valentine's Day. No. <laughs> okay, here's the thing about jury duty. This could go one of two ways. I've already had it before. Okay, okay, okay. This is my second time having it. That's crazy. I've never had jury duty, and it's your second. Yeah, I know. I know. My mom's only had it twice in her life, and I'm like, but how am yeah, I getting this... so lucky here? Yeah, I feel like that's bizarre. But so, as you know, there's the possibility that you get there and they actually don't need you. Yeah, that's what happened to me last time. Last time it was like they wanted numbers like one through one fifty one to stay, and my number was one fifty two. Like I was literally one away. So oh. hoping for that this time as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. Of course, on Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll be okay. All right. Well, 
is there anything else life-wise to throw out there? Um, I mean, I'm sure there is. I think the biggest thing is I received my diploma in the mail and I framed it and now it's hanging up on my wall. Oh my gosh, that is actually so exciting. Most expensive piece of paper. Well, my undergrad was way more expensive than my graduate degree. Uh, Oh, that's so exciting. There's like nothing more than having, and like we said the same about your thesis, but there's nothing like having the physical representation of your goals like in your hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm pretty happy about it. Pretty pumped. (laughs) That's awesome. Good for you. Thank you. Good. All right. So we're going to kind of jump in by talking about, you know, why some of these traditions have come about that are surrounded, that surrounds New Year's. Um, So uh, first, we're just going to wonder, we're just wondering, uh, why do we set resolutions and when did this really start? is traced back to the ancient Babylons, um, who are said to have started making resolutions 4,000 years ago. Um, They're also the first to hold recorded celebrations in honor of the new year. Um, However, back then the new year was by a different calendar, so they celebrated not in January, um, but in March. So it kind of started as a like religious sort of thing making promises to the gods um and reaffirming their loyalty to the king or a new king depending on um what was going on so that's how that started that's really interesting um yeah so that's really that's really the what's behind it um 4000 years ago it was just kind of like promises to the gods and to their king that they made um and that's how resolution started Um, there's a bit more information in here about how, you know, it used to be like a 12 day festival of celebration at the beginning of the new year. And of course, as many things do, resolutions evolved, you know, as to more what they are today. Um, so that's how we got to be around new year's resolutions. So this is not that old of a practice, 4,000 years, but I will say it's older than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, like, in modern society today, obviously people are living longer, and usually when you're older, you tend to celebrate these holidays less. Wondering if it was just like a bigger deal because of life expectancy. Oh, that's a good. That's a good point. That's very true. Also, here's another fun fact: um, Julius Caesar was the one who established January first as the beginning of the new year, and that was around 46 BC. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know why he got to decide that. <laughs> so that's what's up with New Year's resolutions. It's such an, yeah, just a very interesting tradition. Um, yes. So the second right. one we have is why we kiss on New Year. Came from Germany, and so German tradition to celebrate New Year with a bonfire, and this would happen on December thirty first, and then mm-hmm. these bonfires is where this kiss originated so thought um but as german immigrants brought came over to the united states during the 1800s they brought this kiss with them not sure how the kiss originated but it was most likely just another way to mean and wish good luck until the next year and then fast forward now in 2022 um the kiss on year has become very coveted and hyped up um, especially, I will say, I think a lot of that stems from rom-coms too. So, so I think that, like, 
you get kissed on New Year's. Like when I was in high school, I thought it was like so important. Like, oh my God, everyone's going to have a New Year's kiss. Who's mine going to be? Like, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. Um, I think some people hold some like superstition into it, you know, or like they, it's what you make of it. You can put as much weight into it or as little as you want. Um, but have you seen Harry, When Harry Met Sally? Oh, it's been so long. Oh, such a New Year's kiss on there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I need to rewatch that. Yeah. Um, so I was about to ask a dumb question. I was like, well, who is your New Year's kiss this year? Um, we're both in relationships. So hopefully. Yeah. So uh, I've been sick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so and I haven't really seen Tim too much. So ours is being postponed. (laughs) Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Like I said, does it really matter? Okay, third and final tradition is the ball drop. I have opinions on this, but let's you tell tell us where it started from first. Let me I want to hear your opinions. Okay. I so okay. First of all, I've lived in the New York City area. And I've seen the ball in person. And I just, I'm so sorry. I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's also small. It's pretty small, it's, right? It's small. It's small. Okay. And here's the thing. Not an argument, a heated discussion, because she was born and raised in that area. And I moved there when I was in like seventh grade. And watching it on TV year after year, I thought this ball was huge. Yeah, like, same. Massive. Like, maybe not quite the size of the thing at Epcot, but I thought this thing was big. Mm-hmm. It is, like, the size of a soccer ball. And it's at the absolute top of a skyscraper. You can barely see it in person. You can barely see it in person. And yeah, the ball is five feet. Yeah, it's so small. Not to mention, not to mention, it's on a traditional year, like, excluding COVID. I don't really know how it went down this year. If you want to go and stand there for New Year's Eve and watch the ball drop, you have to get out there almost 24 hours before to yeah. get towards the front. People, it's insane. People wear diapers so they can yeah. go to the bathroom because there's nowhere to get out and go to the bathroom. People wear diapers to try and yeah. be, like, up front for New Year's NYC. And, like, I don't know. Also, this is New York City. It is cold. Mm-hmm. So it's cold. The ball is small. You have to crap yourself. Like, I'm just not <laughs> down. I'm not down. Right? Nothing else I would rather do than to ring in the new year as an infant. Like, it doesn't, there's nothing about that that sounds fun. You're freezing cold and a pack of thousands of people soiled yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Clearly, I have strong opinions, but maybe I'll feel better once I know why. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm not 100% sure, but I'll give you a little background. So our family also too tried to watch the ball, but it was so packed, like you said. So we ended up just going to a restaurant and just like watching it on TV and just like seeing the confetti outside. Honestly, that was probably the better choice. Yeah. And we ended up like exploring the city the whole day instead of waiting 20 hours. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the first ball drop was December 31st in 1907. Um, however, the first ball was little, what it looks like today. Instead of the crystal one, it was crafted from iron and wood, and it weighed roughly 700 pounds. Wow. I feel like that ball dropped fast then. 
Yeah, probably. It was designed by Jacob Starr, an electric sign designer. Wow. Um, yes. And it was lowered using an elaborate pulley system. So a little bit different <laughs> than what we have today. Yeah. Um, but from wood all the way into, I think it's like aluminum probably. Mm-hmm. And then obviously like the crystals and lights. Um, but, oh, this is actually interesting. So it dropped every year with the exceptions of World War II when they had dim outs. So they had electricity shortages uh, in 1942 and 1943. So the ball didn't drop. Wow. Okay. That is interesting. Could you imagine? That would be kind of scary. Like, could you imagine with COVID if they didn't drop the ball? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. See, it's one of those things that helps things feel normal. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Um, I cannot find why like, it started. <laughs> yeah. But this yeah. is from Britannica. That's um, where I'm getting this information from. I think, well, here, let me share some fun facts. Um, I recently learned that Times Square is actually named after the New York Times, not mm. the other way around. Um, and I want to say that the building that the ball drops off of is the Times building. And so the Times decided they wanted to like illuminate the night to honor the birth of the next year. I think that first year, what did you say, 1907? Uh, 1906, I think, or oh. seven, whatever. Either well, way. they wanted to honor the bringing in of the next year from there. Like the Times decided this and they wanted to do it on their building. So that may have been how it started, but I don't know if like, I mean, it seems like it transitioned from something to what it is now. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're I, right. It's, it's 1907. Okay, yeah. So, I don't know. Personally, I'm not a big fan of the ball drop. Um, I, but that being said, watching it at home is definitely a tradition. Like, totally, we have that on. Every year that I'm, like, in a house, that is on. But this year it was so weird because I was in Colorado, so I was in a different time zone. And so we- I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so Emma and I were thinking, all right, we're gonna set an alarm so that we can watch at 10 o'clock our time, which will be midnight on the East Coast to see the ball drop. Uh I don't know how we missed it because we literally had the TV on, but then at 10 our time, it just restarted the special from two hours ago. And then ran through the whole thing again. That's so funny. Actually, that would be kind of nice. You get to go to bed two hours early. <laughs> <laughs> right? Honestly, it could work out. Um, right? I'm just a grandma. It's fine. Be like, wow, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm all good to go now. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Um, but yeah, so we ended up watching the ball drop kind of twice. Like, it was on our TV twice, for sure. <laughs> um. I didn't even think about that at the time change. I, yeah, I didn't either. I really did not either. The fact that we were compensating so hard when it just was going to be on regular airtime anyway. Yeah, that's too funny. All right. Um, so do you have any New Year's? Sorry, go ahead. I totally just cut I, you off. No, go ahead. Do you, I was going to say the same thing, so whatever. <laughs> Jinx. Um, anyways, our New Year's resolutions. Do you want to share some of those? Yes. Okay. So I feel like I'm still kind of working a little bit on like thinking about some resolutions. Like I don't feel a hundred percent yet. 
I feel like I need time to sit down and like collect myself a little more, like reflect on last year a little more, um, which I haven't really done yet. Um, however, so far in my mind, one big thing I want to work on is keeping a positive mindset and just, you know, speaking better things into existence, you know, carrying myself with a little more positivity. And um, this just kind of stemmed from me hearing myself talk about things like, for example, a job opportunity and a friend will be like, wow, that's so exciting. And I'll say, yeah, I don't know. We'll just we'll see what comes of it. When in reality, I should be like, yeah, I put my best foot forward and I'm excited to see what's next or yeah. something along those lines. So that is hard to do. I will say, especially as women, too, we tend to undermine a lot of our accomplishments. I definitely do that. I just brush it off and I'm like, OK, that was awesome. Good job. Next thing. Right. And right. Really with those accomplishments. That's why. Yeah. And it's I mean, that's why it's all the more important, because there's no reason like to minimize our accomplishments. And that's definitely like what you know, noticing how I'm minimizing or whatever by how I speak about myself is what made me want to really set this goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great goal. And when you speak out positive things, if you've heard of like the law of attraction, if you speak out positive things, it tends to be that the universe will hear that and reciprocate. So it's just better to speak out positive things mm-hmm. than negative things. Also, if you have a positive outlook, you can turn any situation to something positive. Right. So will, in that case, like, if you remain positive, you're always going to attract positivity because your outlook is going to search for that. Right. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, it's about just speaking good things into existence. Yeah. And, I love that. Um, and, you know, I truly believe that your mindset is at the base of everything. I love that. Yeah. What about you? Give me one of your resolutions. Um, so like you, I feel like I also need to take some time and sit down. I This year has already started like pretty fast and it hasn't really hit me yet. So I think I haven't really sat down and thought too much. Um, right. Last year I did like, I think you did this as well because I saw it on your Instagram. But last year I also did a limit of like how many books I wanted to read that year. Um, and I think both of us made our marks right yeah yeah so I set another goal like that I think mine was like 20 books for this year or something like that yeah Um, I actually set mine because I use an app track it but yes um books are always like reading is always a good goal yeah I just want to make better use of my time and be more present and this is something that I've done pretty much every year like it's never a goal that's ever gone away Um, but I feel like so much of the time we're like, oh, I don't have time for this, or I'm so busy, you don't have time for this, but in reality, it's like all those things that I'm using to take up my time that, like, scrolling on my phone, that's not adding value to my life, just switching those for things that are more mindful, um, are going to be a little bit more in the moment, allowing me to be present, you know? Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. I was even, just last night, I was watching TV, but barely watching it, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to turn this off and just, like, open a journal and, like, write or something. And it felt yeah, so nice. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Like, I find myself, like, I'll put something on and then I'll, like, be on my computer working. And then when I'm done working, like, I'll 
vaguely watch a show and then a second a commercial goes on I'll like go onto my phone to scroll and I'm like I'm just moving from screen to screen to screen like what am I, I doing I know and it's crazy like even when I notice myself doing it it's hard to actually get myself <laughs> to stop like I notice myself doing that all the time yeah, I want to make it a more of a point to if I'm watching a show, I'm watching it with somebody and I'm like, actually, my attention is on the show. Right. Like not as just a filler, but something that's like an activity that I can look forward to, you know? Right. A show you're actually engaged with. Yeah. So true. Um, so for me, another one of my goals is um, to post on my blog more consistently slash website. I call it a blog, but I guess it's a website. I don't know. I guess it's both. <laughs> but either way, I want to, you know, do a little more of, like, travel writing, lifestyle writing. The th- I think 2020 and 2021 particularly for perhaps obvious reasons, you know, I kind of slowed down in that realm. But um, it's something I really want to continue working on and see grow even more than it already has. And you want to know what's crazy is my resolution going from 2015 to 2016 was to start a blog and I still run that very same blog to this day oh that's awesome yeah Yeah, it is like more of a website because you have so much on there as well what blog if nobody's checked it out definitely do it's just Hannah Nicole Knighton Hannah N Knighton Hannah N Knighton yeah not even the full Nicole and that's just .com gotcha yeah it's an awesome website yeah and I will write just so you know, if you're thinking about starting a website and then you go look at mine, I started that in 2016 and it looks like it's very, very, very different now than it did when it started. It went through many different versions before it got to where it was today. Yeah. Mine has too. <laughs> Just the way it goes. But yeah, that's something I'm excited about working on too. I think writing in general and working that into my schedule in general, blog writing included. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, your website is on point. I'm looking at it right now. I also use WordPress, and mine does not look like this. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Like I said, I've messed around with it so many times. Honestly, it's kind of, it can be frustrating. Okay, anyways, that's a side tangent. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? Anything else you have in mind? Um, My other resolution is to do something every month. So whether it's like an activity or a trip um, or like going to somewhere new, but just to do something every month that like is something that I can look forward to. So for January, you and I are going to go visit our friend Michelle in Buffalo. Yay! Yes, I'm so excited. I can't wait. We're going to do a lot of fun winter activities. Um, And then... I have like a camping trip planned and then I have a couple weddings, but just something every month to like look forward to, even if it's like going to a museum I've never been to or like going paddleboarding and camping or something like that, you know? Yes. I really like that because I I mean, I think it's so good for anyone to have something to look forward to. I mean, that is one of the things that keeps you motivated throughout the day, throughout the week, if having something to look forward to is always a good motivator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and especially with, like, the past two years, I feel like my travel and activity has been low. Right. So I kind of want to, like, make more of a point and, like, prioritize that, especially because I've been working so hard that in order to balance that out, I want to have these fun activities to look forward to. 
yeah, absolutely. And you deserve them. And like I said, I think anyone who's working hard or anyone who's working in general should have something, you know, to look forward to and, you know, keep you going through, keep you motivated. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, but that's pretty much the only resolutions I've set so far. Do you have any resolutions in the past that you've been successful with? Yeah, so I just mentioned my blog, but the other big one, I want to say I first set this goal, I don't know, it might have been from going from 2018 into 2019. I said that I wanted to practice Spanish every day. And I've been, I mean, with some exceptions, I've been really consistent with that for like three years now. Yeah, you've been really good at that. Yes. And what I like about that, and like, this is just some general advice about setting goals and resolutions, is like three years ago, my goal was to practice Spanish every day. So now this year, like looking at goals, like moving forward, my goal is to be fluent in Spanish. Because wow. I used, I yeah. Think you can do it. You'll definitely be there. I think so too. And like, I just, I appreciate that, you know, that small goal was the building blocks to me being like confident to step towards this another this next goal yeah oh that's amazing yeah I'm really excited about that one and I'm just like it's crazy how quickly the years go past because I'm like wow I've been practicing Spanish like that for like a solid two and a half years three years yeah dang you are great at goal setting we'll have to practice Spanish together yes we should and you know Steven's starting to do Spanish on Duolingo too he was practicing Japanese but oh my gosh. Yeah, but I feel like that's really hard. So yeah. I'm hoping once he gets into Spanish more, hopefully we can like speak it together and practice a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great way. Um, what is a resolution you've been successful with in the past? Or um, I've had a couple, mostly with like being more sustainable and more eco-friendly. I a couple years ago when we were in college, I did a resolution to not purchase any new clothing the whole entire year. Like if yeah. I was going to do go shopping, it was going to be secondhand. And I pretty much did it with the exception of like a work uniform or something like that. Um, but yeah, I did it for the whole year, which I was very impressed. I remember that. I remember that mm-hmm. year. That was very, you did a very good job, but also it's very doable. Yeah. Like say for, so we were in college. So say for example, I mean, we weren't in sororities, but I know people who did this, like if they got, had, um, uh, sorority dance or whatever wow I sound old whatever they call them uh, formal <laughs> yes a formal a sorority, a sorority dance <laughs> um I know girls that would go to like Plato's Closet which is yeah. a hand store but you can find perfectly nice things it's like a forever a thrifted forever 21 yeah no so. I that's basically what I did there's so many resources now it's way easier to do Right. Yeah. So it's like not unrealistic to not buy new clothes. I think that's a great goal. And I want to say, I'm pretty sure Emma was saying that's a goal she kind of has for herself. And she got that from our podcast. She oh, said. that's awesome. Yeah. So from you, AKA. Oh, thanks, Emma. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I love that one. And you've yeah. got, and then- I was going to say, you've always been really good with like your sustainable goals. Oh, I try. This past year, actually, I did. Um, I wanted to do 50 things for the environment. And that was my only New Year's resolution. <clears throat> but they weren't like typical. I think I mentioned this maybe earlier. And a couple of podcast episodes back. Uh, yeah. Um, but I did complete it. So I did 50 things for the environment. And it was 
kind of unique things. Maybe in a later episode, we can go over them or I can share some tips with you. Yes. Um, but it wasn't just like use metal straws or use reusable bags. Like it was actually a little bit more creative because once you hit like your basic 10, you have to look for other things. Right. So, like I found like a clothing recycling program and like recycling your contact lenses, like the plastic cases and just like some unique stuff that you wouldn't normally think of. Yes, I would love for you to share those. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners would too. So we'll make sure we get that on here, a bonus episode or something. But yes, I think awesome. a bonus episode. I love that. That's so cool that you got all that done too. Yeah, it's it's nice to have it written down because then you can, like I said, talking about accomplishments, you can look back on it and be like, wow, I really did this. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? And even just like talking right now and reflecting on our resolutions has made me feel, you know, really good about setting resolutions, actually. Like I've stuck to them more than I even realized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think because we're just so quick to dismiss it and like accept accomplishment as a norm. Yeah. When really we should be celebrating our accomplishments, even small ones, like however we want to celebrate that, even if it's like, oh, we get nice coffee today because mm-hmm. we deserve to you know like accomplishments are accomplishments I feel like humans are in this rat race uh, like situation where like accomplishments like has like you always have to be doing to the point where certain accomplishments like barely mean anything because like you have to do that but the reality yeah. is you don't have to do anything and you should be proud of everything you do mm-hmm. yeah and each person has their own scale of accomplishments right yeah and I think that's great I mean a big one for me that I do that, like in terms of working out, I used to have like on a checklist, you know, to exercise, but I started saying instead of exercise movement, because mm-hmm. it just like loosens it up for me. And then I can interpret like, did I accomplish that or not through my own definition rather than thinking of exercise, a gym, going on a run, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Exercise seems a lot more daunting than move your body. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I totally get that. Um, all right. Um, to wrap up, we're just going to give some advice on how to stick to resolutions, um, which I think we've been kind of sprinkling throughout. I'm just so proud of us for how good we've been with our resolutions. I know talking about it. We're like, dang, I did not think we were that great. So it's nice to realize. Yeah. I see. This is why it's important to actually like reflect back. So if you set a resolution Mm -hmm. last year, think about it. And even if you didn't reach it, Think about why. Maybe it could be broken down into smaller steps, which is one of our pieces of advice for sticking to your goals. Um, It is so important to break large goals into small action, keyword action steps, something you can actually do to work towards that goal. Um, Mm -hmm. And so like for me, I said, and this wasn't even necessarily my plan, but I had that small action step of practicing every day. So now I have that larger goal closer in sight to be fluent in Spanish. Um, and I recently saw a cartoon and it was like one guy, it was like two people with a ladder and one person's ladder looked like a normal ladder, you know, one step after the other. Mm-hmm. And then the other person only had like three rungs of the ladder. And basically the one guy had taken smaller steps so he could get to his goal quicker ultimately versus the person who tries to take huge steps and can barely reach the next bar. Gotcha. Does that yeah, make sense? that's a good comparison, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, I like that. I think, like, 
it's so easy to think big and long term. But when you do think small, in terms of like, actionable steps, it, it feels good to realize how realistic your goals can really be when you break them down like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way less daunting. I totally agree. I think another helpful tip is maybe don't set your goals in January because there's so much stigma and so much hype and so much pressure to do these new year resolutions. If you feel more comfortable and you feel like you're going to obtain those goals better, if you set them in February or maybe March, do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you can start. can be set at any time. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. Like if you, I think a great way to look at it too, is you're going to give yourself the month of January to reflect on the past year, to see how this year feels, what's going on, any changes, let the holidays kind of simmer out. And then when February comes around, that's a great time to kind of assess and make that goal going forward. Yeah, I think that's great advice. And I think a lot of the times, like the craziness of the holiday season, plus maybe like social pressures to be reflecting Mm -hmm. and setting resolutions, you can set all that aside. Yeah, like allow yourself to get back into your routine first and then make those goals. Yeah, and once you're in your routine, it might be even more obvious like what kind of goals you need to set than just trying to pull them out of your mind on holiday vacation, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, The other big thing for me is being realistic. Like I'm not going to start going to the gym. I'm not. I don't like going to the gym. So I'm not going to make that a goal. Like do you know years I like put exercise more run more whatever and then yeah. I got to the point where I realized I just don't want to do that no same. <laughs> so, like be realistic in terms of what you truly can accomplish like don't set a goal for something you don't actually want to do don't set goals based on how you see other people setting their goals you need yeah, to- on expectations yeah yes it's gotta be for you um and like you said I think it takes reflecting to think about and to be like truly realistic about your goals, it takes a lot of reflection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. And do you have any tips? Um, that was pretty much my only tip, but I think that you covered a lot. I think that's all great advice. Um, and the, I guess my last thing is just to like be patient with yourself and accept that you might not be where you want to be, but like acknowledging that that's okay. I think that in itself is a great goal, especially when setting your goals. Um, It's really easy to get frustrated. So I think just learning to accept yourself in that moment or that day or with that goal, um, it doesn't mean that the goal is not going to happen. It just means that it might take a different direction. Right. And along that same line, there's nothing wrong with, you know, continuing a resolution from last year that you didn't finish or didn't work on as, excuse me, as hard as you wanted to. Um, I think there's nothing wrong with resolutions carrying over to the next year because it doesn't matter that a year has ended, you know? So Mm -hmm. yeah, some goals aren't meant to end in a year. Exactly. And so patience and give yourself grace uh, when it comes to reaching your goals because it's never going to be overnight. Yeah. So agreed. Some great advice. Yeah, I hope you guys um, did find some great advice in this episode or maybe some ideas for your own resolutions if ours feel like they could fit into your um, into your routines and your lives. And I'd be curious to, you know, 
here's some other people's resolutions and maybe Tori and I will come back with more once we've reflected a bit. Yes, absolutely. And if you guys want to participate or reach out to us, we have some polls on our Instagram. So always check this out. Let us know any resolutions that you guys are doing. We would love to hear. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm so excited for this new year, guys. So many more fun episodes to come. Um, it's going to be it's going to be a good year. I can feel it. Yes. Thank you guys for another good year of listening. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Bye.